0: Hey, amazing cycling friends. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode from Secrets on Saddle. And as you know, it's the January Cycling Race Series. So I've gone around and I've been looking for races locally, globally, to bring you as a way to know what's out there, right? Like, I am so... Um, Profoundly amazed at some of the cool events that are happening globally in the cycling world So before we get into this episode because this one here if you're local to me You know about this this race series if you've ever started racing um, Or triathlon odds are you've done a couple of these races to Grow as a triathlete to try it first time maybe just to stay local Anyways, before we get into it, go to askcoachsylvie.ca for my free downloads. I'm going to be adding something soon, so make sure you get in there for the updates. And also, don't forget to follow me on on Instagram at Sylvie underscore cyclist and the podcast Seekers from the Saddle podcast. Now, you are going to be amazed. You know who's who we're going to be talking about today: somersault events. Now if you've ever been in the Ottawa region, these events have been going on for like literally 30 years. So maybe you didn't know, and I didn't know, but Somersault had been sold To a new owner Adam Caracas. now Adam Caracas is a pretty extraordinary guy he also owns the franchise in the region for VeloFix and here's the thing we're going to talk to Adam today about somersault events and how he's making changes that are more positive and um, that the racers are gonna really enjoy plus I'm going to be interviewing him, the person, the franchisee of VeloFix. Now that episode is 192 so make sure you um, are subscribed so you don't miss that one because that one's a pretty interesting, like, oh my gosh, what a guy. Like, so young, like 29, it's just like my last um, guest in Sierra Leone, Africa, um, stylish, who both of them extraordinary guys super young doing great things for cycling so don't forget um, somersault now if you've ever done one of their events they're known to have single day events with about 12 different races in the same day which is pretty cool because there's something for everyone and my cycling club used to be a volunteer for a couple of their events every year um so we've kind of missed that and we're super excited that he's now the uh the new owner but make sure that you are around and you're subscribed for his episode 192 and don't forget to uh follow me on instagram and the podcast and somersault plus uh don't forget to get those free downloads at askcoachsylvie.ca so with that enjoy the episode I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Secrets in the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host and I have a special guest today, Adam Caracas, who is sitting in Ottawa, not too far from me, and he is going to share. He's an event organizer for one of the longest standing um, um, event companies in our region, Somersault Events. I think it was called Somersault. Uh, Everybody who's local, who is Ever gone into triathlons in this region has started with somersault. They have sprint try. They've anyway. Adam's gonna do, but they have sprint tries, try try, uh, Olympic, um, mer- uh, full Ironman distances all in the region here. I have actually personally done a couple 20 years ago. <laughs> then I decided iron like triathlons weren't for me. But I'm so excited to have Adam here. He's also a serial entrepreneur. We are going to have him back for another episode for his Bello Fix business. But right now, Adam, welcome to the podcast. I'm so
1: excited. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too.
0: All right. So I always, and I forgot to mention this, but I always uh, start the podcast off with how you got into cycling and then how it led you into this trajectory of taking over somersault
1: yeah my my intro to cycling is kind of a crazy story um and it was only only, yeah less less than 10 years ago so now that I think about it it doesn't seem like that long ago now that you know I'm the age that I am kind of thing but it seems like a like a lifetime ago in a certain way but when I was in first year university um I played high level soccer and then I was on the Gigi's men's volleyball team so I wasn't even a cyclist I played other sports I was a Kind of a jack of all trades, master of none, which you know, landed itself well to being a triathlete eventually. Um, but while I was playing volleyball, it's it's a long story. But the crux of it is, I ended up breaking my legs. I, I broke a few bones uh, in my feet uh, and my lower limbs, so like the tibia, fibula, and my rehab was all swimming and cycling. So of course. I love to swim. <laughs> I, you know, I cycled on that cheap spin bike in the, in the physio clinic. And then I always enjoyed running just from soccer and just from being a multi-sport athlete, they you all know, like multiple sport athlete. And then it turns out if you tie all those three things together, it becomes a new sport called triathlon. And I think the idea of doing something adventurous and new lended itself well to, you know, a young man in his 20s, um, mm-hmm. someone who was just generally had a love for sport. And it was a good part of kind of the rehab process. So training for my first triathlon became part of my rehab goal yeah, uh, you, know, you go, you go from being in a cast with the crutches and whatnot. And, and the the end of the stick for for me at least was, you know, I have to drag myself to physio. I have to drag myself to these like, you know, aqua fit style classes, whatever, just so I can do this new thing called triathlon. And I've been hooked ever since I got a shot. I got a job at a bike shop. I ended up eventually, as you said, owning a chain of bike shops. Uh, and now I own the company that I did my first triathlons with. So it's a bit of a full circle story, but it, it really took a bit of a A road to get there
0: that is crazy so how did you land yourself in with somersault was it by volunteering
1: like most people or so it's it's i've seen every corner of somersault so it's one of those things where (laughs) if you look back you kind of see like breadcrumbs along the way when i was 12 i did my first somersault race and didn't really know what somersault was it was part of a like my soccer team did the 5k kind of thing
0: Right, so right. Okay. Done,
1: yeah, I've done an event. And then as I got older, I did some of their events, not because I knew them necessarily as the go-to, just kind of, I wanted to do a 10K, um, you know, yada, yada. So I'd done some of their events. And then when I got into triathlon, I started doing their events again, you know, in triathlon and, and multi-sport and duathlon. And then I started volunteering. And then when I became the, you know, the VeloFix guy, I became a sponsor. So I, I, I'd, I'd known Somersault over the years as an athlete as a volunteer, as a sponsor. And then a couple years ago, I was a race director for one of their events. Little did I know that that was kind of the last straw that brought me into kind of an ownership role. The timing kind of worked out, but yeah, I, I had seen the company from every angle before I became uh, the owner.
0: Yeah, so we know um, if anybody here who's uh, heard of some salt, has been around a long time. How many years has it been?
1: 30, almost 35 years.
0: That's crazy. That's a crazy long time for a event company to be around um, because they do everything. Like how many events do you have on the schedule this
1: summer? Every year is a bit different. You know, some events are kind of keystone events that they've been there for. for Like some some of our events, like the national capital, they've been there since the mid eighties and that one's never going to go away. Um, And then some events are kind of, you know, one-off event that you do for, you know, certain reasons, but this year we have 11 events in the calendar. We might add one or two more, but we do eleven events, and each event has sub-events. So when you go to that national capital, you can do kind of like you said the try, try the sprint, Olympic. We have other stuff going on too. So we have events within the events, but we have almost a dozen race days this year.
0: That you know, and it's crazy because, like, literally, like you said, twelve years old at, at events, and that and that's what's nice about somersault is that it's such a local, and I would almost say like. Family, like a family, can participate, um, and there's because of all the different uh, categories and events within the event that you have. Because like it's just crazy. Because I volunteered. Not only did I try one, um, I did the um, Smith Falls, yeah, uh, triathlon <laughs> in that little, you know, that little, that little bay, <laughs> that little canal.
1: <laughs> wow. and, and, that, and that's Canada's oldest triathlon believe it or not
0: I I bet like I don't know the soaps the scum in there is just like
1: <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't do that one anymore but it's, it's still around and it's it's uh it's a long-standing event yeah the the, the the longest standing triathlon in Canada
0: and um and I love that um you know if you're getting into triathlon because uh I've always recommend as clients like if you're going to get into it try the easy ones like don't go straight to the half iron and Ironman distance when you've never tried one you don't have a bike you don't know how to transition um I love that you have the short distance all the way up so people can progress and I think that's the natural way that any athlete should um and you also have all the running races too
1: that's it and we even have relay options too so if you have someone let's say who likes to swim and likes to bike but they have bad knees or whatever the excuse is right yeah. we do all like, events there you go <laughs> i it don't ends. want
0: to swim <laughs> <You> can,
1: <laughs> but you i'll can ride swim the bike swimming you guys can do a relay together or do a duathlon yeah. we do a run bike run we have swim cycles that avoids the run we have duathlons to avoid the swim we got you
0: i was always i'm always yeah and also are my club cycle fit chicks would volunteer we volunteered there for I don't know how many years maybe five years for the Canadian and um at the water station and uh so it, it always amazed me how many categories you had going on and how you organized <laughs> so that there was like the overlap the finishing like how do you keep them coordinated <laughs> like, okay you have to share a little bit about how all of that works because
1: it's, it's a lot of work and that's part of the plan for 2022 is we added some more events so historically a lot of our events were everything you know at a, even i'm going back a couple of years here we used to even have like multi-sport events that involved like canoes and kayaks and we had yeah,
0: stuff you added the kayak canoe bike run yep
1: oh, we like had the rollerblading races like the, we had a lot of a lot of options so this year what i'm doing is i had i have more events we've gone to a dozen events where you know we had nine the last year we were in operation kind of thing. But each event's going to be a little more focused. So some events are going to be multisport only, where we don't really do some of like the fun run 5Ks. But then we're going to have more running events that are running only. That way, everyone kind of feels like their race has a little more substance, a little more attention to it. But even then, I like got the Canadian, for example. We're going to have, gosh, I think nine different races going on at once. So there's a lot of work involved with the the you know mental gymnastics or the logistics, logistics of getting it all organized. But then you have to tie in external partners where sure, we might want things to run a certain way, but the NCC might only give us a permit for a certain amount of time. Or the city might only allow access to the waterway between this hour and that hour. So it's, 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 if you're, if you're into logistics and protocol and operations, like I am, it is just the puzzle of a lifetime. And it's so much fun, but I can totally see how it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's, it is literally juggling 30 some variables at once yeah
0: and if for you guys who are just listening um the ncc is the national capital uh commission and they own certain parts of ottawa like green space and and the parkway i imagine is probably one of them and then the city of course they have their own like timings and if you're using parks and beaches and like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of like like Adam says, moving pieces that you have to, you know, you have to abide by everybody's rules. And and like you said, how many events do you have going on at that Canadian? Like t-
1: Yeah. I mean be, now this would be closer to <laughs> a dozen or so, like between you know yeah. nine and twelve, depending on how it all works out. But there's been years where it was 20 plus. And oh my God. Yeah.
0: And that's in one day everybody. Yeah. So At different times so when we volunteered we would volunteer for the water station which was like a 12-hour shift of course not everybody stayed 12 hours but you had like multiple different people going by or different categories different of races and you're just like okay what's that number four and what's you know like so you're trying to keep track and and uh you know just know your people and it was just it was a lot of fun uh, being on the sidelines so you said that you've which and you said that you've um broken it down so it's more specific which i think is probably really smart
1: thanks so. yeah i think a lot a lot of i mean a lot of businesses in general could use kind of a, a like an update or a facelift especially with the last couple of years it gives us kind of a license to renew ourselves so a lot of things are being changed this year and i think it'll be really really different for those that have done our races before, though, they'll, they'll see the big difference in the professionalism and the value. So I think it's kind of a fine line where you're totally right where we want to be inclusive and we want to be affordable and we want to be accessible, but you don't want to be cheap and you don't want to be cutting corners. Right. So there's this value proposition kind of thing. So we're trying to find really cool ways. And I think I've done a great job of like finding all these cool things that make the event so much more fun and so much more valuable without increasing the cost, without making it feel elitist and exclusive and, and yada, yada. So it's, right. it's going to be. Really, really fun this year.
0: So what are your fees for your events?
1: Yeah, so like a like a 5k, for example, is 50 bucks for most of our day for most of our races. And uh and a you know, a a try try to an Olympic can vary in price, but on average a triathlon's like 85 bucks. So we're one of the most affordable events in the in the city or in the whole all of eastern Ontario. We're competitive and beat the price of most of our competitors. And you get more for that value. Like our, our winter man running event that's coming up, you get like hot chocolate and you get chicken broth and we have massage therapists on site. And the metal is you know three and a quarter inches big and custom to every event. And we, we've done a lot of cool things like wow. that without, without okay. bringing the price up.
0: All right, let's talk about that winter man because that is really close. Now for everybody who's listening, if you're a local and you like winter stuff, this event is really cool. I've never done it myself. I just watched from the sidelines. Yeah. But it is skate, cross-country
1: ski and run. Close. So that's so that's the Winterloo triathlon, which is which is not somersault, but it's owned by a very good friend of ours. I think you know Rick Hellard.
0: Rick Hellard, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he does it's every year it changes because every year the conditions can can just totally muck about with what's accessible. Yeah. yeah. But typically, yeah, you can skate on the canal, then you run alongside the canal on the path, then you go cross-country skiing. And that, that to me is just like the coolest race. And I do it every year I can. And it's one of the qualifying events for the Rudy Award. So it's, it's, it's totally an icon in the area.
0: Yes. Now, what about yours?
1: So our Winterman is just a running event. It's, okay. it's an official Winterlude event, but it's also like a true somersault event where it's inclusive to everybody. We do a 3K, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a full marathon. And marathon relays, our marathons are Boston qualifiers. It's a fully certified course. It's uh, it's right along the uh, Sir John A. Macdonald Parkway. You run kind of from the Innovation Center, which is a cool building in itself if you don't know it, and you run to the museum, you run to Island Park, you get to see really cool parts of Ottawa for as little or as much as you want, from 3K to 42.2. Wow. So when is that one? That one's coming up on Family Day weekend. It's February 20th.
0: So
1: we're closing in on sold out soon. So there's not too many spots left, but there's some spots left.
0: How many people are you taking? Like overall, that's with all the categories.
1: Yeah, so we had to limit it a lot this year just because right. of COVID yeah, and all yeah. the policies. So we're mm-hmm. limiting it at 500.
0: For that, that's over all of the categories.
1: Yeah, so that'll include all five distances. Five, okay, yeah. Okay,
0: so you, you said it was February? 20th. 20th okay so if you're listening and you want to register um this is the time to do that for that particular event um and um and you can always check out the winterloo triathlon which is always a lot of fun i know rick's had to struggle with the ice you know it's like run ski run um if there's ice there or not because so, it's on the canal um so let's talk a little bit more about um the summer. So everything's open for registration. When's the next event
1: so that next you have event, on? Yeah. So we have the winter Then we have, um, another running event where it's just a 5k it's a fundraiser for frontline healthcare workers. So that that's going to oh. be a run only. And that one's a, a special event It's our first time doing it. And it's going to do a lot of good things for a lot of good people. And then we have our first triathlon and our duathlons with the early bird. At oh,
0: gosh, that one is what, May?
1: Yeah, May, long weekend. I think it's May 20-something this year. There's a lot of dates in my head. I don't have them all written down, but it's... Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I know. I'm like that, too. Yes, I know it's on paper. Just go. To the- <laughs> but yes, I remember the early bird as well. I think we, were, we used to help out there,
1: too. Yeah. That one's great because you have the pool swim, too. So for those of us that either aren't great swimmers or just couldn't get to a pool the last two years because of lockdowns, I mean, you get to swim in in a pool instead of open water, a little safer as time trial starts. So you don't really know where you are in the pack. It's kind of a good, a good litmus test to see where you are.
0: Yes, And that's a great, great one to do. If you're considering getting full on into triathlon, cause you're in the building and then you have to transition to whatever is like outside to yeah. your bike and then your run. <laughs> I love it. So what else can we expect? No. Okay. So Adam, when did you take over?
1: Uh, Somersault,
0: fully, well, completely.
1: October twenty twenty one. So it's, it hasn't been that long, but I've been involved with the company for years. So it's it wasn't like I was starting from kind of ground zero, but yeah, it's only been a few months since I've been the uh, the sole owner.
0: I was gonna say, are you a partner? But you're a sole owner. Oh yeah. my gosh!
1: Okay. That's
0: it. Ah! <laughs> wow. Now here's some. Okay. So how do you stay organized? I have to ask you.
1: It's uh. Are you familiar with, with Gantt charts? I have a, I have a Gantt chart that would make a project manager jealous. It's uh, it's an organizational kind of flowchart on Excel, where it has, you know, let's say it's an Excel sheet, but so every, every page is one event. And for every event we have, let's say, and I'm not joking, like the 110 things we have to get done to make an event work, you know, getting the permits, hiring the police officers, designing the medals, ordering the medals, you know, yada, 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 there's you know, over hundred things. And then you kind of lay out those deliverables over time. So you kind of know that these are the first things that have to get done. And here's the second things, and there's kind of waves of deliverables that go on. So you can imagine if it's, we'll round it off at hundred items per event and we have almost a dozen events per year. There are a lot of little things that have to be kind of kept on top of, but it's all, it's all kind of processed through the, the Gantt chart and Google calendar and everything else. So it's, 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 it's a whole behemoth on its, on its own. But I, I try and stay on top of it.
0: Is it just you, or do you have employees working with you?
1: So we have some really great people that we hire for race day that that take care okay. of a lot of the logistics. And if you've been at Somersault races, you kind of know who they are. These people have been around for a long time, and they're kind of like the face of the business to a certain extent. And they're just awesome people. But I, I'm the only I'm the only employee at Somersault outside of race day. Um, it's just me.
0: I haven't actually. I haven't heard that word Gantt chart since I took project management in Algonquin
1: College. (laughs) That was that was like '99. Yeah, and and it still holds true. A Gantt chart is uh, is still the go-to for project managers.
0: Well, I know. And you know what, I should probably start using one for my event. It's going into that sixth year, the, uh, the time trial just here. So it's, it's very basic and that's why it's, it's easy to manage as one person, but, uh, there's different things that have to start happening now, right? Like in January, like all the requests and the, you know, and, uh, the, you know getting the police on board the fire station the municipalities getting their okay before going on and uh getting their help and stuff so
1: yeah people realize that it's you know it's, like it's a one-day event but it takes 360 some days to organize it like yeah. the planning for next year begins the day after this year's event kind of thing it's uh-huh. it's really fun because it's a lot of work that people only kind of see the like the tip of the iceberg of It's just so fun to know that it it was all this this combination of effort and time that brought together a, a really fun product on race day.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um as we finish up, what uh where can we find everything? Uh where can they find you? Is there any last little tips um or information you'd like to share? I'm just trying to think of any other questions I'd like to ask, but
1: sure. Um yeah, generally we're not hiding. We're, we're pretty easy to find. You can find us on summersault.ca. <laughs> uh, you can email me directly. It's Adam at somersault.ca. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We do a little blog on our website. Um, and I also, I mean, I coach for a couple of different clubs in the area. I volunteer. I you
0: Coach too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I coach for a couple of clubs in the area. And I, I also am an athlete myself. So you'll, you'll see me around and wherever you catch me, you know, on a lot of group run or, you know, at a master's swim class or you know, on deck or whatever it is, you know, come say hi. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find.
0: Wow. So are you, you're not busy right now? Cause everything's kind of locked down, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So Ontario? there'll be a lot of work right now. Can I revamp all the programs to meet the new, re- the new requirements for the current phase that we're in? Okay. And then, you know, we're also only, you know, four or five weeks away from, from the bike business taking off like, like wildfire and, you know, winter man's three weeks away. Our, our, our frontline uh, 5k run is coming up a few weeks after that. So we're, we're not in the thick of it, but there's a lot of stuff going on.
0: Do you ever feel really anxious about what's going on? If something, something's not going right.
1: Yeah. I, I like, I like to compare <laughs> to the, the analogy I often use is like, let's say you're trying to do jump rope with a glass full of water. <laughs> the, the water's always kind of trying to tip over. And then by, by doing my work, I'm kind of, let's say drinking the water and like bringing the level down. So it's easier to manage. But there's always just something being added to my cup. There's always just, you know, more workload or like today's deliverables or a new set of provincial requirements that make my cup just fuller and fuller. And I'm trying to manage it all. And, and I it's kind of a balance to to make sure I'm not, you know, burnt out and stressed. But it is a constant struggle between trying to bring the workload down and it just constantly piling up. Like, like you know, right? It's
0: yeah, it's well, it's it's seasonal. It's cyclical. It's like, you know, same thing year after year. What am I gonna tweak a little bit? of this year how's it gonna look you know the the dates are kind of the same and you know the the lead up to yeah so because i'm starting to get we're starting to get ready for our club but Mm -hmm. as a club as you know because you coach things are changing right like with regards to, um, you know, requiring passports and things like that. So what's the club gonna look like this year? That's, you know, and, um, and we have to start thinking about that now because people wanna register. We need to start, you know, opening up registration and, and filling it up and, and figuring those out. But uh, yeah, it's these last couple of years, I'm sure you felt, well, you took over the business halfway, <laughs> halfway through um, or last year, I should say. Um, it's just, uh, sometimes I find that the most stressful part is, um, dealing with not only everything logistically from the club or your, your business, but everything that's outside that you have to, you know, uh, account for.
1: Yeah. And, stuff uh, that you can't control is obviously stuff you can't control. So it, it's hard. It's frustrating because it's things that you just, by definition, can't control, um, but it's just so easy to get beat up on those things because you plan for all the what ifs Yeah, that you, that you can't predict right it's uh yeah ask any small business owner or entrepreneur mm-hmm. maybe, like the last few years they they totally get it yeah
0: yeah so awesome all right well you can find them on somersault and um so like i said if there's anybody locally to ottawa or even around the region brockville cornwall montreal i'm sure you have people come from all over to do your events because they have been around for so long oh give us some of the the titles like some of the type the um, the names of your events because i know a couple of them yeah what are the other ones that you're running
1: so this year we have the winterman then we have the the frontline 5k then we have early bird we're going to have of Britannia Park, National Capital, and then we're we're co-organizing the K Town Tri with Multisport this year. There's a, there's a plan to bring K Town into the Somersault family, but that one uh, is uh, co-organized. And then we have the Brockville uh, Thousand Islands Triathlon, which you run. Through I the did that one. It is. I did that one. There you
0: go. Do they still drop people off in the middle of Saint Lawrence?
1: Not quite anymore. We've we've adjusted that a little bit, but now you get to run through the the the, uh, the railroad tunnel, which if you haven't done is the best run feature I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And then we have the Canadian and we have uh, fall colors, which is our Thanksgiving, oh, day run, right. which in 2022 will be my one year wedding anniversary. So every year I'm going to celebrate my wedding with a, uh, a race day.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. I hope you're going to do something after.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always something to do.
0: All right. Well, awesome, Adam. This has been great. So, like I said, anybody who is thinking or contemplating about triathlons, this is the place to start and actually grow. Um, because they have the platform for you to do that. It's, you know, it it's friendly, they're they're nice and not too challenging um uh events and uh courses. So Somersault. Make sure you get them. Thank you, Adam, so much for coming in and sharing with us. I didn't even think about somersault, but I'm glad that uh, <laughs> we brought this in here. And for our locals, um, we're looking for something different. Thank this you so it. much for Thanks spending lot, this Adam. time with me on me. the Secrets from the Saddle right. podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of it would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.